No more butt fucking. No butt fucking ghost. You don't butt fuck me no more. No more butt fucking. No butt fucking ghost. Turtle power. No more butt fucking. No butt fucking ghost. Are we sure he just wasn't fingering himself in the asshole? Turtle power. <laughs> that intro was made by Lewis. One of our regular listeners. So what do you think of that? That's pretty good. <laughs> well, we're back after an extended layoff. Um, you've been sick. I've been sick. I had no voice for a few. A like, while there. Yeah. Like my voice went hoarse <clears throat> like on a Tuesday. And... Like by Saturday, I couldn't speak at all. Like I had no, like I had no form of way of communicating um, via text message. Pretty much, <laughs> yeah. It's hard to go to Walmart and shop and like act out when you want like milk. <laughs> so, when last we spoke, you said you had a a, a good work story. Ah, yes. It's one of those. You weren't really expecting this. So, I'm at the registers doing a return for a guy. See him in there all the time. He always gets phones. Brings back all this nonsense. Well, this time, I've got to actually turn the phone on to look at the IMEI number because it's not on the actual phone. And he's got it turned off and everything. It requires passcode. As I'm asking for the passcode, after he tells me it, he says, I know my background, my phone's pretty gay. So I was like, okay, normally expecting, like, two dudes kissing, right. halfway naked man. And instead, I see what can be best described as the most manly Tony the Tiger taking a selfie in boxer briefs. <laughs> it's just one of those, I wasn't expecting it, and I had to not laugh. It was real, real unexpected. <laughs> I would have had to laugh. Like, if he already acknowledged it, I would feel like that would have given me a free pass to say something. Well, that's what set it up to be so, like, I was not expecting that right. at all. <laughs> that's too funny. Uh, and have you heard about the uh, website that's trying to set up a battle royale on an island? No. Yep. Pretty sure it's just a scam to get your information. Because like a like a register like a like, real life battle royale yes like paintball well, that's or what, like well they're saying airsoft for this one with armor that is impact sensitive okay but yeah the website it seems is claiming to be the uh, Amazon for the rich okay and it's real sketchy like it's not a really good website. <laughs> And if you look into it enough, you can find out the people who own and head the company for this live in Britain <laughs> and have been known to sell other websites like coupon websites. Gotcha. They got people's information. So it's probably just a scam to get your information. Yeah, I can see that. I don't know. That'd be inter- That'd be fun to do. I mean, whether that'd be fun or not, that's <clears throat> debatable, but... It's supposed to be like a three-day experience where you camp in the right. middle of it, too. 
My luck, I would go there and get shot instantly and then be done for three days and just sitting there with thumb in ass. Right. Well, we've got plenty of headlines to cover and a short time to do it in. Well, good thing I saved it. They took the news on the March clip out. Down. It's not on hmm. YouTube anymore. I wonder why. Bastards. Well, I saved the clip anyway, so. Ha! Fuck you. Nice. Alright. Some of these I'm not going to get into the story. Just the headline speaks for itself. And California man riding horse on highway gets arrested for public intoxication. Alright. I don't think anybody's been drunk on, like, public, or gotten a ticket for drunk on a horse since, like, the 1800s. No, but this video clip, or or that is making me think of a video clip showing a Amish guy skiing behind a horse-drawn carriage. <laughs> and I can only imagine that being the scenario, and I hope to God it was. <laughs> I mean, he looks like a cowboy. Like, he just, I mean, he's yeah. like 52, I think, mm. drunk on a horse. Right, right. That uh, horse could have gotten hit by a car. True. A Pennsylvania man was arrested for allegedly threatening his wife, but apparently having a nice time until police arrived due to his... Whatever. Anyway. Um, his excuse? Mm-hmm. I've been doing meth and masturbating all day. Mm. <laughs> Solid choice. Yeah. Some more quote-unquote abuse by police. Uh, Las Vegas officer recorded man's genitals, told mentally ill man to twerk. Wow. It was a lady. A lady did this. A lady cop. Wow. She's getting fired real quick. Oh, yeah. Uh, patrol officer Rachel Sorkow Tuesday for five counts of felony misconduct, along with capturing the image of the private area of another person. Uh, the long list of crimes police said she committed while working for the department include looking up addresses, arrest records, and license plate information on potential boyfriends or girlfriends of family, of friends and family. That just seems like a perk of the job. Well, this is in California, right? Uh, Vegas. Vegas? Oh, okay, never mind. I don't know what the yeah. laws in Vegas. Um, police say she recorded seven videos of four people who were in her control as a police officer. One video was a man with... A tear in his pants. In the video, he kicked a police car, which exposed his genitals. Sarko uses a squad car PA to tell the man to continue kicking the car while she recorded the video and distributed it to friends. (laughs) Uh, She also responded to a call of a mentally ill man wearing two dresses with his hair and pigtails in a video recorded with her cell phone, she told him, I just want to see you, Dougie, and twerk, and then we're good. He starts dancing, and she says, yeah, get it again one more time. I know police locally who, they weren't mentally ill, so I wonder if that's the reason. Uh, but I know local police rolled up on some uh, college students. Mm-hmm. A college around here that would kick them out off of campus for drinking. Right. Because they're a dry uh, college. And um, the police rolled up on them. They were all athletes. And he made them Dougie and pour out their alcohol. And then he let them be. Mm -hmm. So, in another video, she is seen feeding gummy bears to a handcuffed person while she made 
plane noises as if feeding a child. This. She also was seen talking to an overweight woman, asked if she'd be considered being on my 300-pound life. (laughs) This person is just a jackass. Straight up. Yeah. Well, I mean, you gotta have fun at your work. I mean, at a certain point in time, even if she didn't get in trouble for the genitals one, if any of these people had made complaints with all this footage that she's been taking, she'd be screwed. Firefighters called to put out a blaze, and they find a flaming vibrator on the side of the road. Like, is it just painted flames? No, it was it was a, it was a sunder. Oh. <laughs> would it be a wooden dildo at that point? No, it was. Um, it it looks as if it plugs into the uh, lighter. Oh, because I, I was and imagining it, for it to be a sunder or on fire. Yeah, no, it just like, but it's legitimately no. burnt. Like I thought, okay. Because I was picturing something that was literally on fire when they got there, not like melted lump of plastic. No, it was on fire. They had to put it out. Mm. So, but. They they're assuming that it was being charged, like in the uh, bathroom. No, in the in the car, like in the in the cigarette lighter, mm. and it caught on fire. And the person was driving, or it started smoldering, like smoking. And the person grabbed it and threw it out their window and, and drove off. Mm. We're one step closer to X Men. Woman with quote unquote mutant gene. Who feels no pain and heals without scarring, discovered by scientists. Noise. That means they can reverse engineer that shit. It's true. Take that. But it's going to take a while to find out which marker is doing that. But then again, you don't want to not feel pain. Yeah, she uh, had to go to the hospital with severe burns on her arms mm-hmm. because uh, she uh, was burning her arms on the stove and... <laughs> Didn't know. Yeah, the healing without scars part's pretty cool. All right, I've been I've been saving this one, and the title's just so good. But I I, I like the theatrics of withholding it. But I gotta just give you the title. The Texas butthole tickling bandit has finally been caught, and bums unclench everywhere. Sure, it wasn't a fingers butthole. <laughs> He's tickling it. It's going to be real near. Identified and caught by police in the early hours, January 5th, people are now sleeping with their bums unclenched for the first time in a while. Managing to elude capture for three weeks, he has given male residents in an area a tough time with his spat of assaults, which totaled a dozen homes. Hmm. Which totaled a dozen homes by the time he'd stopped. Uh-huh. So so tell me what what does he do? Uh, this is a, this is an American story but it's written by a British Ah. Uh, uh, so basically what you're saying is it's actual news since other countries are covering it but it didn't get well received because the news companies couldn't sell it. He was actually breaking into homes. Uh-huh. The butthole tickler's reign of terror was doubly scary as all the break-ins happened at night, so you can imagine most of the men felt the same way 
as haze. The sweet joy of being able to sleep on one's stomach should never be underestimated. Story takes a funny twist, though. When you hear that police originally thought their suspect was homeless. Surprisingly, however, when they picked up their man, he was wearing $4,500 worth of Yeezy clothing. That does not surprise me. <laughs> it's not only... It's not only homeless dudes that like a little butthole tickle, you know? Who? <laughs> Who, <laughs> boy. So, breaking into homes and, uh... Getting the old... Dooka, dooka, dooka. <laughs> oh, boy. Alright, this one... This one I picked just for you. Because of your stance on the the, the death penalty, mm-hmm. um, the Supreme Court has ruled that a convicted murderer on death row in Missouri has no right to a quote unquote painless death. They, it's not as cut and dry as it sounds. Like I thought they were like Missouri was wanting to go like medieval. Mm-hmm. I assume there would be more to this. Yes, the ruling clears the way for the execution of Russell Bucklew who asked for gas rather than lethal injection, citing an unusual medical condition. Mm-hmm. Bucklew 50 argued that the state's preferred method amounts to legal ban, cruel, and unusual punishment. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bucklew was sentenced to death in 1996 for rape, murder, and kidnapping in an attack against his ex-girlfriend and her new partner and their six-year-old son. In recent court filings, Bucklew argued that his congenital condition, cavernous hematoma, which causes him excessive pain if he is put to death by lethal injection. The condition causes blood-filled tumors in his throat, neck, and face, which he could could rupture during his execution, causing him extreme pain and suffocation. Mm-hmm. According to Bucklew, he would feel excessive pain in the state. Executioner is allowed to use the state-preferred method of a single drug, phenobarbital, applied by needle. The Supreme Court's conservative justices said Monday they considered the legal effort to be a stalling tactic. They said it was up to the prisoner to provide that another method of execution would reduce a substantial risk of pain, but he had not done so. The Eighth Amendment of the Constitution forbids cruel and unusual methods of capital punishment, but does not guarantee a prisoner a painless death. He continued, as originally understood... The Eighth Amendment tolerated methods of execution like hanging that involved a significant risk of pain while forbidding as cruel only those methods that intensify the death sentence by super-adding terror, pain, or disgrace. What do they think tumors erupting in his throat would do? Or face? But they're not the ones... Now, does it say by any chance what the vote was on that? It was five to four. That sounds right. Good old Brent Kavanaugh. <laughs> that fucking idiot. The the judge that wrote um, that the Eighth Amendment but does not guarantee a prisoner of painless death was Justice Gorsuch, mm-hmm. who was appointed by Trump in 2017. Yes, yes, he was. There are higher values that ensuring that executions run on time, wrote Justice Sonia Sotomayor in a separate opinion, adding that secrecy in the death penalty process has recently yielded different results in two similar cases in one case in alabama a muslim man was forbidden from having an imam 
with him during his execution, but the court halted a similar sentence after an appeal by a Buddhist who wanted his spiritual advisor present when he was put to death. Mm-hmm. Um, Justice Gorsuch's majority opinion in the Bucklew case, he referred to those two cases saying that the inmate in Alabama had been given ample time to voice his complaint but chose to do so only 15 days before his ske- he was scheduled to die. So they're not saying that... They're saying that the window that he gave them to operate on mm-hmm. was just too little. <sighs> Last time I checked, it's not his responsibility; it's the government's responsibility. But you know, that's that that's so stupid in multiple <laughs> ways. <clears throat> How old was he? Fifty, and he was sentenced in ninety-six. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I don't even know how you would know that you have said disease. I think it'd be just cheaper to keep him alive. <clears throat> well, they do get doctor's checkups and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Heck, there's been people that rob banks just to go to prisons just so they can get taken care of. Yeah. Like, there was a guy, he went... He stole $1 from a bank. Yeah. So he could get his cancer treated. Yep. Which I find that being highly wrong. Like, that... That had come to that. Yeah, just... Yeah. All around. But, while we're on a serious note... And I initially picked this story... Mm -hmm. Because it it struck me as weird, and then I read about it, and it was kind of sad. Um... Not like boohoo sad, but like kind of messed up. Right. And then, uh, and then something struck me about it. Oh, you bastard. Something struck me about it as, as kind of funny. Did you hear about the Waffle House Good Samaritan? Are you talking about the one that stopped a shooter? Nope. And then no. So the Waffle House Good Samaritan hit the news. I think it was yesterday. Mm hmm. And this was in Florida. Okay. I'm bracing for anything then. And it struck me, first of all, it's just like the, the saying, no good deed goes unpunished. Mm-hmm. Right? Florida Good Samaritan shot dead after picking up tabs at Waffle House. The generous man was handing out $20 bills before he was shot in the head. Okay. Good Samaritan picking up tabs and giving out money at Florida Waffle House was shot dead Sunday in a fight that seems to have been sparked by his genera- his generous gesture. Mm-hmm. Craig Brewer, 41, was shot in the head and killed at 3 a.m. during an altercation at a Gainesville Waffle House, according to the statements of the county sheriff's office. The suspected shooter, Ezekiel Hicks, 25, was arrested at the scene. It is all on Waffle House security video, from beginning to end. Like, they very rarely are such cases, like... Just book them, basically. Yep. Witness told deputy that the victim was paying for meals and giving out money that developed into a verbal and then physical altercation. Do you care to guess what, how it, how it happened? So, from what it sounds like to me, either... There's a couple of different possibilities. Either when I came for that guy to pay his tab, he either said something to upset the man and didn't want to do it, or he was going to, and then he asked for more money for himself, and he got denied. That's my two theories there. 
You're close, but you forgot about the variable. A woman. Okay. Well, you didn't mention Brewer a woman, was, so how can I forget? <laughs> right. Brewer was picking up the customer's tabs and handing out $20 bills, and a woman who was there with Hicks got angry because Brewer hadn't paid for her meal. Hicks confronted Brewer and, and started arguing with him and then left the restaurant to get a handgun. Oh. <laughs> Hicks went back inside despite protests from a bystander and started a fight with Brewer. As the fight continued, the suspect took the handgun from his pants and shot Brewer in the head. Deputies had already been called to the Waffle House to disperse a large, unruly crowd, but when they got there, they discovered a murder scene. Hicks was arrested about two minutes after deputies arrived, he said, adding that a 9mm handgun was found at the scene. In his pets. Hicks is being held without bail on charges of first-degree premeditated murder, ooh, and carrying an unlicensed firearm, ooh. They got him on the premeditated uh-huh. When he if, left and came back in with it. And then didn't shoot him immediately. Uh. We are saddened by this tragic incident right now, and first thoughts of the victim's family during this most vis- most most uh, difficult time. The first article I read about this, the writer who covered it, her first name was Karma. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so that's why I initially chose it, and then I was just like, you know, this is too messed up for us not to cover and it ultimately sums up why I just, I can't be a good, like... Right. That's something that that I could see, like, me being caught up on, like, maybe I won, I, I got some money from mm-hmm. the track or a bet paid off really well. Right. And I was just said, I like, I wouldn't go to Waffle House. I'm an IHOP kind of guy, personally. But I'm in IHOP at three in the morning. There's six people there. And be like, you know what? I'll, I'll pay for all their, I'll pay for everybody's meal. Boom. Right. But I want to know the back. Like, there has to be more to this story. Like, he knew her. They used to date. And he was like, nah, I ain't paying for your biscuits. There is more to this. What state was it in? Florida. Florida. There you go. <laughs> I bet, and I'm, I'm. this is me spitballing, but I, it, maybe she owed him money initially from, you know, maybe services rendered in another field. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and maybe he's just like, "Nah, this is we're square now. That that paid, right?" And you know, some right before he was killed, you know, some wise ass was like, "Man, if I was known you was gonna pick up my bill, I would have had the steak and eggs." That's what kills me. You know, somebody said it. Like you, people try to be generous, and everybody they just got to take a little bit more and take a little bit more. I bet the shooter may have said that. Anyone else there might have been a little bit shell-shocked. Because at first I thought, like, my initial thought was, oh, maybe somebody was offended by him for paying for the meal. But then when I saw that, I was just like, so you're jealous that he paid for your, he didn't pick up your girlfriend's tab. There's something, there's more to this story. I look forward to more of this coming out. I mean, it's, it's, right. it sucks that that dude had to die. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those things, like, it's that, like, I, I think that when you die, like, you have, and it may be brief, but you have, like, complete um, consciousness, and everything, like, plays out, and you have that brief, like... Clarity. Clarity, thank you. And 
And that dude, his last thought was, I'm dying in a fucking waffle. <laughs> like I could have paid for her biscuits, you know, and then it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be a thing. Like, he wouldn't be dead. He is dead because he was at Waffle House going, not only am I going to pay for these people's meals, I'm going to I'm gonna give them $20. I'm going to give them an Andrew Jackson. It should be the Andrew Jackson Harriet Tubman. <laughs> but that's another story. Mm-hmm. I couldn't resist. Nice. But oh, that's what, brush. like... That's what he's dead. Like, he died knowing that he tried to do something nice. And it's not like you, you died, like... I dove in the road and saved somebody's life and got ran over and be like, well, that's that's the decision I made. You know, like you died. (laughs) For no, like he wasn't getting anything good out of it. Like paying for these people's meals. I don't know why he was doing it. Maybe he was high. Like maybe he, maybe he's the guy that smoked bath salts and just was super generous. Like Black Santa Claus. I don't know. (laughs) All right. Now we're going to get get out of the serious and into back to the silly how much time we, well we got plenty of time to catch all these all right all right we're going to take a break from headlines and go to our our second favorite subject on the show it keeps moving up past buttholes and animal sex mm-hmm. robots at walmart oh boy hey lewis if you got time, if you want to make like a robots at Walmart song for us, <laughs> Walmart is adding thousands of robot helpers to its stores across America. I mean, they're going to be about as helpful as some of the people that work at Walmart here. <laughs> It'll just redirect you to a lot of person to answer questions to. I mean, do you know how I. When they come here, when the robots come here, I'm going to take vacation from work and I'm going to stand at Walmart all day and film people interacting with robots. The country's largest employer said Tuesday, smart assistants have huge potential to make busy stores run more smoothly. No, they don't. So Walmart has been pioneering new technologies to minimize the time an associate spends on the more mundane and repetitive tasks like cleaning floors or checking inventory on a shelf. Yeah, if it's not there, we don't have it. Whoever said, let me go check the back to a person. And I now as I say this, I think I know where it's from. I'm, I'm just going out on a limb here. Like before there was Walmart, before you had your one-stop shop, you went to like Reynolds Family Appliance. Like if you need an appliance, you went to an appliance store. Right. And they had displays out and everything was kept in the back. Right. So you wanted that blender, you'd be like, hey, do you have this blender? And the guy was like, let me go check the back. I think that's where it came from. I just solved my own riddle. I think so, Kia also kind of does that, where they have displays of things, and you just go to a counter. To, right. And yeah. Toys R Us had that old ticket system. You know, you pull the yep. ticket and you go. But anyway, like my rule of thumb is, if it's in, if it's not on the floor, it ain't in the back. But my store's small enough that I can know. Yep. Unfortunately, my manager in my area is real terrible at her job. She'll send out the same things every day, knowing that full well that they're going to go straight to the back room because we don't have any room for it, and other things will be completely empty. Since we have them, don't have a clue where they are. Yeah, that's the worst. Especially when you got to tell the customer when they ask you that. It's like, uh, no, we don't have any. (laughs) 
Although at my store, uh, I always tell people, and I can, I can uh, disclose this now. One time before Easter at one of the stores I worked at, we got a, a frozen and dairy delivery at night. And like I said, this is right before Easter. And the driver was like, you've got 12. So we pulled 12 pallets off and put, well, you pull more off. You pull all the dairy off, then you get to the frozen, then you put right. the dairy back. Uh, somehow, me and the driver both miscounted. And we ended up with 13 instead of 12 pallets. Right. And one of the, the extra pallet was an entire pallet of eggs right before Easter. Yep. So protocol is, because it has a store number, you call the DC and you say, hey, I received this pallet from this store and then they just take it off that invoice and put it in into your store right but as the enterprising young man that i was i ripped that sticker off and threw it in the trash <laughs> uh-huh so during easter we had plenty of eggs and that store had none but that those eggs weren't in our inventory. We never got billed for them. Mm-hmm. So that was all pure profit of selling these eggs. Right. Even at selling them at the Easter markdown price, we still had, we still made a profit. Like, <laughs> right. Like I tell that story. Like every year building up an inventory, you know, no matter which company I work for, I'm always like, man, if we could get a misshipment and get somebody else's display. You know, that's pure profit. That's just padding the stats. Right. It happened to me again this week. Oh. <laughs> uh. But the kicker is, like, they ha- now have, like, you do the, you do a display audit off the trucks. Mm-hmm. And if you're missing one, then you call the warehouse and where it is, and they all have, like, little electronic trackers and stuff. And doing the display audit, it's a pain in the ass, but it can, like, save you from losing thousands of dollars. Right. So, I got another store's display, and they didn't report it, so I just put it out on the floor. <laughs> oh, wow. Here's a display of razors. Like, $12 pop razors, and I got like 50 Nice. <laughs> Boom. So, Walmart releases, this gives associates more of an opportunity to do what they're uniquely qualified for, serve customers face-to-face on the sales floor. Walmart... Officials said the company plans to roll out 1,500 new autonomous floor cleaners named Auto-C and 300 additional shelf scanners called Auto-S. In addition, 1,200 more fast unloaders will automatically scan and sort items from trucks and 900 more pickup towers will help retrieve customers' online order. Our associates immediately understood the opportunity for the new technology for them to free them up from focusing on tasks that are repeatable, predictable, and manual. Otherwise known as keeping people's jobs. Getting rid of them. (laughs) It allows them time to focus more on selling merchandise and serving customers, which they tell us have always been the most exciting part of working retail. They lie, son! They lie! There's been plenty of times I've been caught with customers that I do not want to talk to. Not even <laughs> a little bit. And no. I get to hear a lot of stories. 
Did I ever tell you about the fat guy that showed me a bullet hole? <laughs> no. Okay. So, this is one of those experiences that I wish I'd been doing something other than that repetitive anything to get me away from this guy. So, I'm helping this guy. He's a big biker dude. So is the other person beside him. And then he tells me he's one of those biker preachers or whatever. I'm like, okay, cool. And he tells me how he became this. Is because one day he was on a drug-fueled rampage and got shot by a cop. And then proceeded to show me the bullet hole. Cool. From one side of his body to the other. And he was not a small fella. He was like two of you combined <laughs> side to side. Not to mention like two more behind you. It's always the big ones that want to show cool. you their scars. Man, it it was unpleasant. All right. Five more. Okay. Quick headlines. If you want me to deep dive in the story, let me know. Okay. You know, on this on this show, we always we've, we've talked about weird sex acts and weird urges, and I thankfully have never been caught jerking my gherkin. Mm-hmm. Been close, never caught. Woman caught masturbating on train says she was itching a rash. Oh. <laughs> oh. Do you want more, or shall I keep going? No. No, thank you. <laughs> I don't want to know where that happened. She's not bad looking. It was in London. Mm. I mean, she wasn't like... I know she wasn't from London. It wasn't like, you know, she wasn't one of those. Right. I know some people from London. All right. And, you know, I'm often... You know, I don't... I'm not one of these uh, constitution beaters, you know, like... We have the right to bear arms, and women should vote. Like, I don't care. Right. Um, but sometimes, you know, they say we're, this is the land of the free. Mm, that's what they say. Yeah. But where's the freedom? Where's the justice? It's the home of the brave, for sure. Two men arrested for taking turns testing bulletproof vests on each other. I think <laughs> I heard about this. This one kind of caught a little fire. Um... There's a there's a much larger podcast. Um, it's called Dumb People Town with the Sklar Brothers. You know those twin comedians. Mm-hmm. Um, they do one. It's called Dumb People Town, and their other host Daniel Van Kirk. Um, and they pull stories, and it always makes me happy that when we catch a story and do our shtick, and then they pick up the story, I feel like maybe maybe somebody heard our podcast and was like, oh, let's let these real like actual funny people talk mm-hmm. about it. Police arrest two men after they took turns shooting one another while wearing a bulletproof vest, according to the probable cause affidavit. (laughs) Charles Eugene Ferris, 50, and Christopher Hicks, 36. Come on, guy. You're not old enough to be his father, but pretty close. Right. Were arrested Monday, April 1st, in connection with aggravated assault. It, It can't be assault if they're both willing to do it. Like you, you got to charge them with something else. I think Reckless they were endangerment, intoxicated by something. If I'm not mistaken. Well, we'll find out. They were released on five thousand dollar bond and were issued a no contact order from the uh, Benton County Jail on April second. Benton County Sheriff Deputy Dorian Hendricks went to Mercy Hospital around eleven p.m. to investigate a male who had been shot multiple times while wearing a bulletproof vest, according to the affidavit. Hendricks interviewed Ferris, who had a red spot on his chest. Ferris told an elaborate story to try and cover up the truth. Mm -hmm. He said someone from the edge of a tree line began shooting at him, 
and and the asset on Highway 12. What the fuck? Man, these people can't write. Fayetteville, get it together. Um, and the asset on Highway 12, according to the affidavit, Ferris changed the story about the incident and said he did not want to get Hicks in trouble, so he made up the prior story. He then told police what really happened. He said that he'd been drinking on his back deck yep. with Hicks and wanted Hicks to shoot him with the vest on. Man, we've all been there. I was sober and wanted a policeman to do it. And a policeman wouldn't do it. You believe that? Yeah. He would let me shoot his gun at a bulletproof vest, but he would not let me put on the vest and shoot me. I mean, we all know I would have chickened out. Right. Like, I, there's no way I have the big enough stones to stand there while a man shoots me. Now can we all be sad? Um, we've all been there. Like, I was shooting a uh, short film. One of the... Uh, one of the shots was this guy looks into a mirror and then the mirror starts cracking. Well, instead of using CGI, I thought it would be cool if we did real a real effect. And <laughs> um, so I, I we put the mirror up and we positioned the actor so you could see him in the mirror and the, you couldn't see the camera. And behind my shoulder stands Lewis, our loyal listener. And I put, I show him where to shoot the mirror with a BB gun. Pow, pow, pow. We do it three times. And it comes off on film awesome. Like, mm. it looks fucking great. Um, so then I think, hey, it would be really cool if we got, like, a behind the mirror of the glass breaking. So I take a piece of glass, like, four inch by four inch like glass from a frame and I put it in front of the camera lens and I position Lewis off camera and push position the actors where they would be and Lewis takes aim and right before I say I can't do it I can't do it like I was so afraid Lewis would shoot me on the fingernail with a BB gun (laughs) and that wouldn't even kill me it would just just made me stronger no (laughs) But I chickened out on a BB gun. So these guys got stones. Hick shot Ferris with a 22 caliber semi-automatic rifle. I know you're not a gun person. Mm-hmm. And I have this argument with my wife constantly. Like, she's one of these, you don't need to have semi-automatic anythings. Like, fine. Whatever. But, just because... But it's the caliber that means something. Mm-hmm. But this was a 22. The bullet hit the top left corner of the vest, stopping the bullet but leaving a red mark. <laughs> Ferris, Ferris told police he was pissed, and Hicks put the vest on. Ferris then unloaded the clip into into Hicks's back. <laughs> no rounds from the 22 caliber penetrated the vest, which is amazing because those things aren't made to be shot multiple times. Well, a twenty-two isn't that strong. Like, I know, but still, constant repetitive impacts would. Yeah, but you would have to admit, like he's not hitting the same spot over and over again. Well, like, not, I mean, not even <laughs> that. You don't need to do that. <laughs> but I would like to see his back. It would look like it connected dots. 
Paranoid Florida man stabs his stabs father, his mother with mug over acidic pork chop. Is he Gordon Ramsay of the crazies? <laughs> no, that his parents like they'd been reporting their son. They thought he was having been having mental breaks, mm-hmm. and he was extremely paranoid. And so he thought his parents were trying to kill him. So he goes off with a with a coffee mug. Oh, good lord. And on a bad day, this could be me, this next story. And I'm not, I'll admit it. But it won't be because I'm afraid of going to jail. Drop that soap. (laughs) Exactly. So, we would have to say that Florida is the worst in our country. One of them, for sure. And for me, second worst is Philadelphia. Okay. Did you ever hear of a Hitchbot? Yeah. Makes Got it all murdered there. Yeah, makes it Hitchbot makes it all the way across Canada in eight days from just random people picking him up, charging him, taking selfies, and putting him back on the road across Canada, coast to coast, in eight days. In thirteen days, it makes it from Boston to Philadelphia, where it gets destroyed in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. A Philadelphia man assaulted an employee after he became upset with the way his groceries were being bagged. Bradley A. Bauer, 55, was in the checkout line at Giant Food Store. When he became upset, Bauer became angry when a cashier put canned goods in the same grocery bags as his chips, smashing the chips. That's just that's just poor policy. Right. And I do think that, that stupid should be punished. Bauer asked the cashier to stop bagging his groceries that way, and then, on his way out of the store, he allegedly told the cashier, do you have a problem with me? Because I have a problem with you. (laughs) The cashier said to Bauer... The cashier said he thought Bauer was kidding and replied, do you? That's when Bauer, described by police as a six-foot-tall, weighing 250 pounds, so my size, Mm -hmm. allegedly grabbed the employee by the neck and shouted, you idiot! (laughs) The cashier told police he shoved Bauer away from him, and the other employees then stepped in to separate them. The employee suffered bruises to his neck. When police arrived, they viewed security video of the store and issued a simple assault summons for Bauer. Bauer told officers he knew he was in the wrong, but he was having a bad day, and his chip being smashed sent him over the edge. That's going to totally be me one day. I just... (laughs) These are cattle cooked, you idiot. That's what you use the self-checkout for, so you don't have to deal with that exactly. shit. That's why I always do the self-checkout. I think they should bring back they should bring back the self-checkout. They should bring back the bagging competitions, but only you you do your self-checkout and bagging. Make it a game for the people. Mm. I know people who won't use them. They're like, "No, you don't pay me to bag my own groceries." Then stop complaining about anything you you cannot if you are given the option to ring it up and bag yourself you cannot complain about anything that happens right last but not least your favorite president Mm. you ready for this Mm. go ahead trump claims that windmills cause cancer Uh uh-huh i knew you'd heard of it Uh i I hoped you hadn't man and that's the same like time period that he also said that this will get leaked to the mainstream media while it was being broadcasted live by C-SPAN. 
He's an absolute retard. From the man who brought you, the Great Lakes had have record deepness. We now have the noise from windmills will give you cancer. I feel the noise coming from his mouth is giving me cancer. (laughs) If you have a windmill anywhere near your house, congratulations. Your house just went down 75% in value. And they say the noise causes cancer. This all came after he attacked Hillary Clinton for being an advocate for wind energy. Yep. You would think if you had a wind, if you had a windmill near your house, like because of the inconvenience, that they would give you free power, like free wind energy. Like I know that's a thing. Some. Yeah, he's he's not a smart man, by any stretch of the imagination. Trump didn't provide any factual evidence to this claim, but he did add that birds don't like the noise. And if you loved birds, you never want to walk under a windmill again. Uh, you know what I don't like? Bird poop. So I guess I'll walk under windmills all day. But has he ever seen, like, I've seen a windmill farm. Mm-hmm. They're not accessible. But why would you walk under them? And don't you think that there are no birds because there are giant rotating blades that would cut the birds in half? I imagine some birds still perch on them. And that would be tight. Bird, <laughs> there's no wind, it stops. Birds perch and it starts blowing again and the bird's like, I ain't moving. And <laughs> just gets rotated around. He's like, I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> it's mine. My ledge. Let it be the birds from like mine. Mine. Yeah, you're right. There needs to be like people being punished for being stupid. Like you were saying earlier. Oh man, I was watching uh, Ellen's Game of Games. On NBC. Mm. And have you ever watched it? No. It's it's mindless TV. But, I imagine like a um, knockoff version of Americans Ninja it, Warrior. It, no, it's more like... Uh, it's like Double Dare, but with questions. <clears throat> okay. Like, like they'll ask you questions. Like you'll be... You'll be suspended in the sky and she'll ask you a question. And if you get it wrong, they like drop you into like whipped cream and then pull you up. And then you get three wrong answers. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the game, you're on this big board and you're standing on a circle. And if you get the question wrong, she hits a button and you drop. Like, And it's a decent distance. I mean, it's 12, 15 feet just free for right. But I'm sure there's big pillows and stuff underneath. Um, so it was the final game. This They were up on the bridge. And... Um, the question was like, um, there's a pie-eating contest, and the the winner was able to cram eight pies in his pie hole. Where is the pie hole? And the contestant was gay, and he's like, Ellen, are you talking about his butthole? <laughs> and the crowd dies laughing. Ellen's laughing. So immediately you would think, I'm wrong. And she's like, she's like, well, that's the, the, is that your answer? And he goes, well, what other holes are there? There's your mouth, and then there's your butthole. And she goes, so you think that you go to a pie eating contest, and he shoved eight pies in, in his pie hole, and you think that is his? And he was like, butthole. <laughs> and she was like, is that your final answer? And he goes, I'm gonna say butthole. And she's like. You're wrong. <laughs> it was it was just so funny because I was like, like that to nice. me that was like the easiest question ever. But it was so fun. Nice. Well, 
it's good to be back. I'll have this ready and to get out. Well, luckily, we had a couple in the bank, and then I've been doing my solo, the Jeep Chronicles. Mm -hmm. But I was out of commission on those too. Like I, right. I recently just put one down. Um, it was a story that I was going to give us, uh, but we had so much backlog that I went ahead and took it for that one. It's a man at an animal shelter talks his coworker into banging a pit bull there. Oh, good God. <laughs> oh, good God. I took a different stance on it. So if you want to hear my stance on that, uh, check out my solo podcast on Podbean, uh, the Jeep Chronicles. Um, that episode's number five called Hollow Teeth. Um, I basically told two stories. One was about work. A uh, lady came in saying that her granddaughter was born without root canals in her teeth. Said that she had teeth, but she had no root canal. And me and the and the pharmacist uh, did not know what she was talking about. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I hope you enjoy this week's episode, and we'll be back.